0: Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is September 17th. Today we're going to continue right where we left off yesterday, where God is introducing His Son. We saw yesterday how a voice came to the people, and it was small and it was still, but that it pierced them to the very soul. Now that voice came three times before they understood it. But the third time they understood the voice that they heard, and it said unto them, Behold, My beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, in whom I have glorified my name, hear ye Him. My friends, there are very few times recorded when the actual voice of God the Father comes to His people. And this is one of them to introduce His Son and to invite the people to listen to what He will teach them. Now, God could have used that opportunity to just teach them all the things that he wanted the son to teach, but he didn't do that. He invited the people to hear the son and to trust Christ to teach them the things that would lead them back to God. Now, obviously, we cannot talk about this invitation to hear him without listening to the words of our own prophet and his invitation to hear him.
1: In the scriptures, there are very few sacred instances in which the voice of God the Father has been heard. So, when he says something, we really need to listen. Repeatedly, he has personally introduced his beloved Son, Jesus Christ, with a specific charge to hear him. Have you ever stopped to ask why? Why is our Heavenly Father so insistent and consistent in His plea that we should hear His beloved Son, Jesus Christ? Jesus answered this question Himself. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by Me. Our Father loves us and yearns for each one of us to choose to return to His Holy Presence. He pleads with us to listen to the voice of Jesus Christ, whom the Father anointed and appointed as our mediator, savior, and redeemer. I invite you to think deeply and often about this key question, how do you hear him? I also invite you to take steps to hear him better and more often. Now, as one of the Lord's special witnesses, I bless you in your efforts to get on and stay on his covenant path and strive with all your heart, might, mind, and soul to hear him.
0: I love the question that President Nelson poses in that segment. He says, why does God invite us to hear Jesus Christ? He answered that in part when he quoted Christ saying, I am the light and the life of the world. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. So we hear Christ because Christ is the way that we return to live with our Father in heaven again. But the other thing that I was thinking about why we hear Christ is take a look at everything that we know about Christ. We know that he was a God in the pre mortal existence. We know that when the adversary desired to fulfill God's plan, but to take all the credit and glory for himself, that Christ wanted nothing to do with that. His only desire was to save God's children and to give all the glory back to his father. We know that he left his throne in heaven to be born a helpless baby in Bethlehem. He went from creating worlds without number to relying on someone else for everything. That was the condescension of Christ, and he willingly chose it. We know that he lived a perfect life and can teach us how to overcome temptation and sin. We know that he can heal and work miracles. And we know that he made a choice to experience all the pain, sorrow, sin, temptation, guilt, sickness, imperfections that we deal with in this life. He made a choice to take it all and to feel it all so that he would know how to run to us, to succor us, to lift us up, to bless us, and to heal us. He made that choice to experience it all so that he would know how to help you and I. My friends, the better question is why would we not hear him? Knowing everything that we know about him, knowing his attributes, his characteristics, everything that he did, everything that he is, why would we not hear him, turn to him, and do everything necessary in our lives to hear him better and more frequently? Now, I'm sure you've had the opportunity to ponder that question several times throughout the year, but what are you doing to hear him? When are those quiet moments where you feel like you can hear him, and how can you Hear him more consistently in your life. My friends, I'm so grateful for this added testimony of Jesus Christ that we find here in 3rd Nephi 11. Some people call chapter 11 and on of 3 Nephi the fifth gospel because it's this opportunity and this testimony of Christ that is personal and real and firsthand. And I'm so grateful that we have this as an added testimony of who Jesus Christ is. Several years ago, right after my mission, I had an experience where a couple of Baptist missionaries knocked on my door. And of course, I was a freshly returned missionary and understood what they were going through. So I invited them in and we talked and it was cordial and it was great. They came back a couple times and it was cordial and great every time. But the third time, my roommate wasn't there. And all of a sudden, they kind of went into attack mode. They started telling me that I wasn't Christian because I didn't believe in the traditional Godhead. That the Christ that I worshipped wasn't the Christ of the New Testament. And I listened to them. And in my heart, I was praying that I might say the right thing and that I might bear a worthy testimony of Jesus Christ. And in that moment, I had a prompting to open up to 3 Nephi 11. I asked them if I could read them something that embodied my belief in who Jesus Christ was. And this is what I read them. Behold, I am Jesus Christ whom the prophets testified, shall come into the world. And behold, I am the light and the life of the world, and I have drunk out of that bitter cup which the Father hath given me. And I have glorified the Father in taking upon me the sins of the world, in the which I have suffered the will of the Father in all things from the beginning. My friends, that is the Christ that we believe in. We believe in the Christ that the prophets prophesied of. We believe in the Christ who is the light and the life of the world. We believe in the Christ who drank out of the bitter cup in Gethsemane, who submitted all his will to the Father and did everything necessary for our salvation. Not so he could save himself, not so he could take glory, but for the sole purpose of saving you and I. That is the Christ I know. That is the Christ I believe in. Now, that's the testimony that I bore to those two Baptist missionaries. And as I finished, one of them was upset and angry, and the other one was wiping tears from their eyes. But my friends, I testify that if we have ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to feel, we can feel the truth of who Jesus Christ is through these verses in 3 Nephi 11. I testify that Jesus Christ is the actual Son of God. That he left his throne in heaven to come down as the babe in Bethlehem. That he lived a perfect life and a perfect example. Lived and died for you and I. I testify of his great sacrifice in the Garden of Gethsemane. So that he could offer us mercy. So that he could offer us grace. And I testify that he gave each and every one of us that gift because he loves each and every one of us. No matter who we are, no matter what we've done, no matter where we've been, no matter where we currently are, that gift was given because of his love for us. I testify that it is only through his grace and his mercy that our hearts can be changed and can become more like him so that someday we can return to our father in heaven, knowing him because we know his son and we can come to know his son